<clears throat> what is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. We're hanging out with Jesse today. We're doing the week five player props here. We had a good week last week. Jesse, how are we feeling about this week's five? Hey, good morning. This is the uh, falls in the air week for us up here in the Midwest. Yes. You know, the highs are in the 50s. This is uh, Midwest football. This is NFC North football. So I think we're a little bit excited about that. A crisp is in the air. It feels good today. It's sunny and it's it's got that autumn vibe to it. So it's yeah. good. And hey, I'm I'm wearing sunglasses today because I had an eye exam. I'm light sensitive today, so I'm not trying to be a cool guy. I need them to function today. So uh, either way, uh, last weekend we had a good weekend. We went five of seven on the props. We listed uh, seven total, hit five. Jalen Hurts anytime TD burned us. I think it burned a lot of people with that prop boost. Uh, and then. Dude, how many more times do we have to keep going to the well? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think we've had him on here pretty much every week this season, but Jamar Chase, Jalen Hurts were the two that dinged us. But anyways, let's, um, Jaguars, Bills, man, we're excited to wake up to this one. Who's uh, obviously Stephon Diggs, but who else can you see scoring in this game? Yeah, this is an inter interesting game for me for a lot of reasons. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars have been in London now for two weeks. The Bills got here Monday probably Monday morning. So, you know, I think the Jags got an extra week of rep. They've been there. They already have one win there. I think they're probably feeling pretty good about this. They're probably, I think this game's going to be closer than people are expecting. I think the Jags are going to compete. I think this is a moment for the Jags and then their season. I mean, right. They're disappointed. So how can they get back on track? I think it really gets back on track if they can get Calvin really back in this game. So, you know, I think that Calvin really might, might show up this week. No Trey White. He is out. That's big deal. Right. Um, so I think I think it's going to be an interesting game. I think the Jags are going to put up a better effort than Miami did last week against the Bills. I'll say that much. Yeah, I would agree. This is um, Jags fans are feeling nervous, man. Two, everybody's two and two in the South. Uh, the threat of going two and three is pretty real here. But like you said, they do have the time clock on their side of being in London for the extra week and just being acclimated to the time zones and things like that. No travel exhaustion either for them. So that's a, a slight advantage here. I, I think we're probably going to see the Buffalo Bills continue to cook, though. Um, Stephon Diggs is, is balling. Gabe Davis seems to fall into the end zone for three straight games. Uh, James Cook gets the goal line carry last weekend, but it was a circumstance of, like, Latavius Murray got them there. He was tired, and then they kind of, you know, did hurry up to get him in there. So Diggs... I don't know if I'm comfortable with Gabe Davis. This game might be low scoring. I, I don't know how excited I am for this game. I do want to pull up one second quick. If we could pull up the um, – I just want to pull up the implied point total in this one and see what they got cooking for both teams. Uh, they're saying Buffalo 27 and Jacksonville – 21.5. So two touchdowns for Jacksonville, maybe three for Buffalo – who scored think, besides Stefan Diggs here? I think you're off up a point. I think it's 20. Interesting. About it. But anyways, I think, you know, I think just thinking about touchdowns, focus on that. I think uh I think this is a tight end week for the for the Bills. You know, I think the Jags have been pretty uh fruitful in that regard. I don't have this Kincaid, has he scored yet this year? I don't think Knox maybe Knox has. Yes, and I think Kincaid has really kind of been there. You know, been the guy. Knox is kind of he's not startable really in fantasy. He's sure. a lot of waivers. Um, so I kind of like Kincaid, and I kind of I mean, this is one of those. You know, we like we talking about the double taps. Uh, you know, one of those hits, and you're probably you're binking. You're reacting you know, if one of them hits. Right. Yeah. So one of those hits. You know, so you're making like you know fourteen, fifteen dollars on a on one of them hitting. If both of them hit, then obviously you're in a really good spot. So yeah, I like that this week. Hey, more than Justin. Uh, yeah. Justin saying Kirk receptions at plus. Let's see. Uh, I, I think touchdowns are going to be hard to come by in this game. I don't know who you put money on on the Jacksonville side. I don't think ETN scored a touchdown all year. Uh, I mean, it could be one of those situations where you double tap Ridley and Kirk to score. I think one of those guys does. Otherwise, Evan Ingram seems to be a little bit like I don't know why he's that much lower than the other guys here at plus 330. I think Ingram's been playing. I mean, outside of like, you know, the elite tight end, like Ingram's been a top three, top four tight end pretty much every game. So I like Ingram on a deep touchdown call, but let's take a peek at um, these passing numbers real quick. Um, they got both guys at one and a half touchdowns. They're saying under for Lawrence, over for Josh Allen. 
I mean, if you want to parlay Josh Allen over one and a half with something else, I, I don't mind that. Um, anything stick out to you here on the passing numbers? Yeah, I mean, it seems reasonable. Nothing, nothing here is like extreme or out of the ordinary. They got both guys, you know, leaning into throwing an interception this weekend. So that's always fun. I think Josh Allen uh, interception makes a lot of sense. Um, I do want to look at the, let's look at the receptions real quick. Justin pulled up receptions here for us. Christian Kirk at five and a half and people are hammering the under. Interesting. Wow. He's, he's at five and a half. Wow. Um, that's big. I mean, that's over Ridley now. I mean, yeah, that, he's I mean, hot Ridley. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, just the way the last two weeks have gone. Um, I know there is some data. You have some janky data on um, Christian Kirk and maybe not having the greatest of weeks. And I wonder how things shift with Trey White being officially ruled out. Um, but with Zay Jones back, does this put Kirk more into the slot role? Or has he earned enough to be kind of like, all right, hey, guys, I'm Christian yeah. Kirk. Um, that's kind of TBD. And I believe they've said Zay's, Zay's in. I, th- I think Zay's yeah. playing. Yeah, so that it's kind of a, it's a weird inflection week for, for that as well. I, I think Kirk's done enough to kind of earn the two-receiver guy. Maybe they believe, you know, maybe they're still going to lean into Zay and say, hey, you're still – our guy, but I, I think regardless, I think Kelvin really at four and a half is a good number. Um, so I'm curious to see what his yards are looking like. I mean, you have Stefan Diggs six and a half. That's obviously you know like people are going to lean into that. Gabe Davis two and a half. That's people hammering it. Yeah, I mean Gabe is so weird. He had three catches last week, got the touchdown. He had I think pretty sure he had three catches the week before, got his touchdown. So he's three weeks in a row with a touchdown, but he hasn't caught. I don't think more than four balls in that stretch. So it's 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 interesting. Kincaid two and a half getting smashed. I mean, I like the the TE ones are far too low. As so you can tell, people are taking them. We're gonna look at these guys in their reception yards and see if we like these numbers a little bit better. Um, yeah. Calvin Ridley fifty four and a half. <clears throat> people are getting nervous about Ridley. He's been just the one good game last week. He saved her day with a touchdown, but uh, who knows? Christian Kirk fifty seven and a half. That seems if he's gonna get five catches, I think he could probably hit that over. Uh, but there's Kincaid, not a lot of, you know, action one way or the other. People are hitting his over reception. So maybe over here. Yes. Knox is pretty low. Otherwise, do you like Evan Ingram 43 and a half? I'm sure the answer is yes. Yeah. So the answer is just the concern is the Buffalo Bills have given up 112 passing yards to the tight end on a year and no touchdowns. So it's like it, it's kind of one of those, you know, unstoppable forces meets immovable wall this week. And who's going to win and who's going to win? Uh, so, but I mean, look at look at look at the commanders yet on Thursday night. Cole Komet. Cole Komet was the hot hottest tight end in football, and he it's, beat. You can say that being on the bottom of this list means that they're due to allow something eventually, right? Yeah, uh, I'll say the difference there is commanders defense, not the Bills defense. Not the Bills defense. Um, but Ingram is hot, so it's like you kind of got to lean into the the hot hand. I, I wish that number was like thirty nine and a half. And I, I like him hitting forty. Gabe yeah. seems good to hit forty. Um, I like Kincaid. So 27 and a half for me, that might, that's one that I'm, I'm liking a lot. I think. I like the Evan Ingram one. I I know Zay Jones is playing, but Evan Ingram's been um, a pretty good security blanket. We don't care about any of the rushing numbers in this game, do we? Yeah. I mean, I feel like James Cook is probably safe. The question, I guess people have some questions about James Cook, but I think 54 and a half is a pretty good number for him. That's 12 carries for him at this point, right? He's, I think he's averaging five point something yards per carry right now so if he does get 12 i can easily see t law scrambling t law needs we've seen it we saw last week he needs one carry to get 15 and a half so if you want to do some sort of t law parlay or something that's that could be a fun one yeah i like this one uh any other things you want to look at at this game or should we move on to the texans falcons no man we get 8 30 football again i i like this and i hope it continues to be honest i'm I'm a big fan of the 8.30 a.m. games. I think – I can't remember what the next game is. Um, it's another London one, but I think it's in two weeks. Yeah, there might be a break. But I know we have two more – there's a Germany game left and one more – is it Tottenham? I don't know if it's in London. It might not be. But, it is, uh, yeah. But uh, I do like the ETN checkdowns in the in the Jags game as well. I think Bill's defense is just so good. Like that – it might be an Ingram checkdown game, ETN checkdown game. Uh, but Texans Falcons, I'm actually kind of excited about this one. I think the Texans could move to three and two right now. The Falcons are picked by one and a half, pretty low total in this one at 41 and a half. But are we getting our first Bijan Robinson rushing touchdown of the year at plus 115? You, you got to think this is the one, man. 
it's against Houston Texans. I mean, we know that they're an improving team, but their defense is still, you know, can be taken advantage of. So I think we got uh, five touchdowns on the ground this year. Bijan has performed in every single game. Let's just get this guy's touchdown. Yeah. And Let's see Jamar Chase. I mean, these guys. <clears throat> Otherwise, Nico Collins at plus 130 is the next best guy. I've been hearing wow. a lot about A.J. Terrell, the, the Falcons' best corner. So I don't know if that's like a direct matchup that's going to be on Nico Collins. So I, I'm not super excited about the passing attack in this one for Houston. But Nico Collins is, is borderline, like, it must start at this point. Like, we've seen the ceiling games. We've seen a one-floor game. Mm-hmm. Nico's probably the, the best bet to score a touchdown in this one. Otherwise, don't sleep on Tank Dell. I think Tank Dell plus 210. If you guys want to double tap one of Nico and Dell, that makes sense. Otherwise, we really can't recommend any other touchdowns in this game, can we? Yeah, I mean, the Falcons' defense, it's one of those things where are, are they for real? Or I mean, it seems like they're pretty for real here. Um, I will say, I like your, uh, yeah, I mean, Bijan is, is the man. I mean, Ritter, you have to mask Ritter, who is probably not but destined to be a starter for long. Yeah. Um, I am interested at a bubble 165 Demon Pierce. Uh, um, I like your idea of regression for defenses, and Atlanta has yet to give up a rushing touchdown or a receiving touchdown to a running back. They've never they haven't yet to allow one. But I, I think they're going I think they're I think it's a deal. I, and I, I think the thing here that leads to the regression idea is look at the yards. Like they're they're not like the other bottom five defenses here. Like they do get leaky to running backs so and the offensive line's healthier for for the texans as well i believe they're getting both starting tackles back in this game interesting plus one six five for dp get leaky get freaky with dp this week baby yeah it feels it feels good for him so otherwise like there's not a lot of touchdowns in this game if we want to look at the passing props real quick uh justin says john smith sneaky for a touchdown um, I just do. I, I just don't know. I, I like the, I, I want to believe, but I just don't want to bet on Ritter passing touchdowns. I think at this point, yeah, but maybe they're, yard. Saying, they're saying under Stroud one and a half, they're giving Ritter one. So if it is one, it's Johnu or London at this point, those are the only reliable targets, or it could be Bijan through the air. Um, but nothing really sticks out for me here. Are, are you slapping under Desmond Ritter 179.5? If you're, if you're interested in that. My only concern, I mean, yeah, I don't think this, this game is going to be a blowout. So I think this is going to be Arthur Smith running it down their throat. So, yeah, I thought like under 180. Is CJ Stroud throwing his first interception of the season? In he's, been, he's been plus odds for a couple of weeks now. It's He's he's due. He's due. He's due. I guess the question is going to be how many pass attempts are is he, is he going yeah. to have to do it with? Um, they got Bijan up at 80.5. People are buying that over um damian pierce at 51.5 again we mentioned that the the falcons defense is is not as good as that number indicates yeah i'm interested uh, their secondary is pretty good so uh, they they might have to give damian pierce the ball a good amount if if he gets 15 touches you know minimum times three yards per carry he's going to be right there so Otherwise, I don't know if I love any of the rushing numbers here. Let's take a peek at the receptions total, which probably not anything we're super excited about. They got Bijan at 3.5 over smashed. Wow. wow. All right. We're going to have to look at that, uh, the rushing or the receiving total there. They got Dalton Schultz over, which is weird. Um, Janu, there's Janu at uh, just yeah. destroyed the over 2.5. And Kyle Pitts, too. Um and then Tank Dell down here. People are saying the under on Nico. So not a I don't think it's a big Nico day. Yeah. I mean, I, I this seems like a run a ground it and pound it, like a burn the clock game. I mean, yeah. look at the I mean, all the ATL receivers are plus, ATL tight end minus, you know. The, so it's, the Houston receivers mostly plus. I mean, minus one oh five, Bob Woods minus one thirty, which is I guess inch, a little interesting to me. I mean, this Bijan, it's Bijan, Bijan. What's his? What's that twenty-eight? Yeah, I mean, uh, if he's getting four catches, like, yeah. <laughs> what's his like? Uh, take a peek at his uh, rush plus receiving. Is it like one? Is it like um, his alternates here look pretty good? Should be. We should get some sort of like rush plus receiving. There usually is a line, a line somewhere for it. There it is. One thirteen and a half. I think these alternates real quick. 
I mean, he's he's been pretty good. So the yeah, alternates are always fun for building your single game parlay. Yeah, the same, kinda... the same game parlay. Um, otherwise, like reception yards, yeah, it just doesn't. Not the game, game doesn't. No, it's not a receiving game. It's just. I mean, I'm sure you're you're starting your Nikos, Drake London, if you have to. You know, bye week filler, right? But I, I do like Damian Pierce. I think you should confidently yeah. roll DP as a, as an RB two this week. Yeah. Um, my money's on Tank Dell being the receiver you want in this game, um, if you're feeling it. But either way, we probably spent too much time on Houston Texans and the Atlanta Falcons. Let's move on to the Ravens and the Steelers. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how exciting this game is going to be. Ravens by four and a half in Pittsburgh, 38. I saw a stat where Lamar Jackson's been the starting quarterback for six years, and he's only played the uh, the Steelers four times. So he's Wait never been able to play in this one. And the thing that I find interesting with the low point total, nobody has minus odds, but Lamar's been hot running the ball. I think Gus Edwards is a sneaky one at plus 175. Mark Andrews, like otherwise, does Zay Flowers get his first career touchdown? He sure does. You know, I I, I think – Ravens are probably going to score three touchdowns in this game. Lamar, Gus, Mark, Flowers would be my bets. Uh, Pittsburgh, though, I don't know what to do with this offense. Uh, Kenny P is playing, yes. Yeah. We'll see if he can stay healthy. I, I think if if you had to pick one guy to score a touchdown in this one, is it, is it Lamar rushing? Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably all – Ravens. I mean, it's Lamar, it's Andrews, it's Zay. Um, yeah, I mean, just just to note, I mean, Steelers against wide receiver ones, you have the the week one Brandon AU game. Boomer. You got the week two Amari game. I don't know if he scored, but he put up a good number. And then he had the week three, Devontae Adams, the week four, Nico yeah. Collins. So there's touchdowns okay. to be had. Zay Flowers is their man. Odell is not playing in this one. Bateman is back. We can't trust Bateman, right? No, um, Bateman's a he's a stash in fantasy leagues, but not not nowhere near a start. But it is a, it's a great matchup for the Ravens receivers, and that might be Mark and Zay in this game here. So if you guys are liking those ones, we do like them. If we we can't even recommend a Steeler touchdown, like that's how bad it is right now. Um, yeah. Jalen Warren and Najee both haven't scored touchdowns yet this year, though, right? I don't think so. I think they have zero Steeler rushing touchdowns. So they do have the Kenny Pickett props in here. They're giving him one passing touchdown, and they're giving Lamar one touchdown. Uh, what's the interception totals look like here? They're saying Pickett throws one, but not Lamar. Interesting. Interesting. I might dabble with the Lamar over. It's a tough game. It's uh, it's in Pittsburgh. Lamar yeah. does Lamar things. Uh, the rushing totals here, they're giving Jalen Warren 27.5. They're giving Najee 50.5. Uh, otherwise, Gus, who I think is the leading ball carrier, but Justice Hill was not 100% last weekend, so I'm not in love with Gus this week. And Lamar getting hit over 47 and a half here. That's wow. steep. <laughs> that is. To say the least. But I think what we're going to be interested in is the Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews numbers coming in here with Zay. People are destroying the over three and a half here. Yeah. We'll look at the yards. Look at Andrews. Look at why is Allen Robinson over two and a half getting smashed? That's strange. Um, but yeah, Mark, everybody's pretty much hit in this. Oh, Odell is playing. Yeah, Odell is is good to go. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone is pretty much getting hammered except for Calvin Austin. So, what makes sense? Um, Zay Flowers 43 and a half. That's the that's the play. That's the money. That's that's the money line. That's the play. Andrews forty-seven and a half is probably also pretty safe. If you give Mark Andrews the four catches that uh, that he's doing, um, and uh, Jalen Warren, man, he's continuing to be one of their better players on offense. Eighteen and a half receiving numbers. I think I might be more interested in a rushing receiving prop for Jay Warren. Um, it's underneath res uh, receptions it. usually. Yeah, they don't have it in oh, right here. Yeah. 50 and a half. Yeah, so they get 51 all-purpose yards. I'd have to look and see if he's hit it multiple times this year, but he's just been getting dump-offs and dump-offs and dump-offs. And so I think Justin's right. The Warren receptions, it's kind of a low-hanging fruit for him to hit three. Uh, but if you want to, you know, tag that with something else, pretty predictable. 
that that could work here. Uh, but I think that I think this that if we're gonna pick one prop in this game and Zay Flowers forty three and a half, right? Yeah, it's a Zay day, and it's like you said, it's AFC North divisional games. These are usually you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, and I just dude, it looks really bad for Pittsburgh right now. Like Pittsburgh needs uh, yeah. They need some. They need some help, or they need uh, to let go of Matt Canada because it's getting louder and louder. Has, has Mike Tomlin had a losing season yet? With Never. The Steelers, like it's crazy. I mean, like something's gonna change soon. Uh, do we need to spend any time on Saints Patriots? <laughs> is Derek Carr? Is Derek Carr like he's he gonna play through the shoulder thing? He's listed no. as questionable. I think he was limited all week. It looks like he's gonna play. Honestly, that just hampers the whole offense, though, right? Like, I, do, I don't know how you can bet on someone to score. If you're feeling frisky, Chris Olave didn't get anything last weekend, but the Patriots, I think they've been, yeah, they've been about average to wide receivers here. Chris Olave is good. No Christian Gonzalez. I don't know how long he is he out for the year or just IR. I don't know. Yeah, he's, um, that sucks for them but, because he was looking like a rookie of the year. Olave is a fun one, but I'm probably honestly not betting any touchdown props in this one. They don't even have the Derek Carr in here yet. They're taking Mac Jones under. Uh, what's the Mac Jones interception line at? Not too bad over minus 120. That could be kind of fun. We like the uh, the Saints. De- we like both defenses, honestly, in this one. Yeah, fire up uh, defenses here for sure. I know Ramondre is questionable. So he's got a thigh bruise right now. I mean, I, I like the under Ramondre. He just hasn't been the same uh, lately. Not yeah. sure if I feel good about Camara. <laughs> this is this is Camara just... receptions is probably getting smashed. Yeah. I bet you that much. Uh, wow. Okay. What? There's your one because what did he have? Thirteen last week. I don't even know. There you go. Defensive score. It's probably the most fun bet you can take in this one. How is Kamara only at 4.5 and it's minus 110? I, I'm confused why that's not getting hammered right now. Okay. Uh, I guess that's the – that's if there's one prop in this game, it's that one. Uh, I do like the Saints defensive call. That one's kind of fun. Don't put a full – maybe put a half a unit on that and see what happens. So the um, Patriots have given up 21 receptions on the year, so that's averaging out to over five per game. So – AK yeah. is a five reception guy. Like, yeah, Might, maybe by halftime. Who knows? Because Derek Carr just can't do it. Uh, Nick Underhill, by the way, interesting is uh, concerned with Derek Carr. He's I'm just, he's just not that good. He's he's just not that good, dude. He's 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 Andy Dalton. I was gonna say they could have kept Andy Dalton for half the price. And Andy Dalton, I actually think, is a a really good quarterback still. Like. I think he's solid. He's the best backup in the league right now. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and, and like he can he can function and keep. You know, when, when any other team when their backup quarterback comes in, it's right. a decline across the board. Andy Dalton comes in and like we're like, oh yeah, Adam Thielen, start your receivers. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Um, so I actually think Andy Dalton could help the Panthers right now and maybe give Bryce Young. Bryce Young, like, I mean, it's, it's a rookie, so you got to just kind of he's going to take his lumps, right? You know. But we've but seen the, it. Like we get him to the Jets, though. Get Randy to the Jets, man. Yeah. Uh, honestly, let's move on to the next game. I think this game is going to be one where Saints defense dominates, and maybe Bill Belichick gets uh, gets some defensive stuff going on here. But I'm I'm kind of excited about this game. But did you, my oh my, did you see the injury report for this one? Lions limping off of a longer week too. Like they had the extra three or four days, and I don't think Amon Ross St. Brown's playing. Jameer Gibbs with the weird practicing on Wednesday, Thursday, and then he pops up on the injury report on Friday. That's not oh, good. That's always freaky. I mean, so, this is a home run Montgomery game. At this, you know, is what it is. It sucks that it's minus one sixty. Yeah. Maybe we can look at the two touchdowns and see what we can do here. Otherwise, uh, Sam Laporta plus one eighty five, kind of fun. Um, yeah. I think the Panthers are going to score some touchdowns in this one. So, like, maybe Adam Thielen in a dome. I think he plays well. Not in love with Miles Sanders, but if they do get it close, he's fine. It's a DJ Chark revenge game. So, like, honestly, like, if you wanted to double tap Thielen and Chark, one of those guys should do it. What are you liking for touchdowns outside of Monty? That's interesting. I actually, yeah, I like the idea of a, of a Thielen-Chark double tap. In a game where the Panthers script should be down yeah. two scores trying to come back. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't really, on the line side of the ball with Noah Monra, like, 
you know, maybe you can kind of sneak some yard yardage overs, but like, is it going to be Reynolds? Is it going to be Raymond? You know, is, is Marvin Jones finally going to yeah. catch a ball this year? Like, I, I don't trust that. So yeah, Laporte, I think is the right call. And I don't really trust Miles Sanders to get the rock. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I think Athelon, Athelon chart makes the most sense. I mean, this is a prop show, but guys, if Chuba Hubbard's like available in your 12 man league, like mm-hmm. just pick them up, pick them up. I think we're going to see Chuba at some point be the starter. Um, yeah, low total in this one, only 44. And I think the Lions, their home games have always been a, like a fantasy bonanza. But again, they're kind of limping into this one. Uh, they do have Goff over one and a half. Bryce Young, two touchdown passes, maybe, maybe. If, if, this, if this game gets off the rails. It... He can give us one in the first half and then like a, yeah. you know, the garbage time second yeah. one. I, I... Something to think about. Um, I'm not really interested in the passing yards. I actually kind of like. I like Jared Goff under. People like that one as well. Um, Bryce Young interception for the disgusting folks. Actually, not bad at all. Like they're yeah. actually saying under, uh, which is interesting. And then uh, no Montgomery line. What? I guess they're waiting for Gibbs, huh? Yeah, I think they're just waiting for Gibbs. Uh, they're waiting for Gibbs here. Um, none in the rush. <laughs> Jared Goff two and a half. Um, we're probably waiting for Amon Ra numbers as well. Thielen getting lit up at minus 145 to hit his 4.5 receptions. No Hayden chark. Hurst, Mingo, there's no Chark in here. This game's probably not enough for us. Uh, yeah, Mingo's getting hit, though. That's interesting. interesting. Isn't it just funny how, like, the headline rumor is, oh, Carolina Panthers want a wide receiver, and they just yeah. traded away DJ Moore. Uh, to get- Where's the... They don't, they're not showing Terrace Marshall. Is it wasn't Terrace like leading the team in targets for a little bit there? I mean, it's yeah, a weird yeah. like it's he a weird targets last week. Yeah, and he's now he's not even on the list. Yeah, he's not hurt, is he? No, it's just Mingo coming back. Oh, Mingo's just back. So now they're just like, all right, Terrace, you got your ten targets. Like, get out of here. Um, the Montgomery alternate rushing yards. I, take the, I'd probably take the eighty plus. At plus one fifteen, maybe the seventy plus seems pretty fair. I, I just we we know the Panthers are not a great defense. They're one of the worst against the running backs. They've allowed six touchdowns rushing, one receiving. They're second, I think, third most in in yards allowed here. It's it's pretty crazy. Uh, it, it's it's Monty, Monty, Monty. Um, Big Monty day, yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. I kind of like I kind of like bright like. I, I feel an upset, Bruin, but if, if they can keep Monty on track, uh, we'll see what happens. But otherwise, Giants at the Dolphins. Get your Dolphins in. I believe the Giants ruled out three starting offensive linemen already. So, Tyreek, Mostert, you can get an A-chan plus 105. Why is that so free? Yeah, I mean, A-chan's hottest running back in football right now. I, I, I it, this is you know we've been through a month of football so I want to I want to bet on regressions like we don't have a Jalen Waddle touchdown yet we still don't have a Jamar Chase touchdown yet Waddle something's off with Waddle this year ain't it it's well not quite, he, not right, quite it was right his yet. first game back last week with a concussion so maybe he's you know more feeling like himself I would like to see him play well um, but yeah it's hard to click on him until we see it right. And then get Saquon back in this offense, which clearly we need. Yeah, I could see Saquon. Um, I mean, it's minus one twenty. That's a pretty uh, pretty high number. It's just hard to trust any of the pass catchers for the Giants right now. I mean, Darren Waller, you want to like he was wide open last week yeah. in, in the end zone, just like Daniel Jones is like forgetting he's got a six ten freak back there. Why do I like Dolphins defense and special teams <laughs> touchdown in this one? Yeah, I mean, if Dude, that giant special teams unit was every single punt kickoff. It was some bullshit. Like every single time there was a penalty or they just let something happen. One of the worst special teams, I believe, in the league, Miami. We know they have speed and McDaniel is a pretty damn good coach. So that one's kind of fun. That one's like a super sleeper one. Um, but otherwise, I think we're going to probably like some of the, the individual props in this one. They don't have Tua in here yet, which is weird. I got um, his yards, but not his touchdowns. That's yeah. Solid. He's going to be at – his one and a half is going to be smashed. Yeah, um, yeah. For sure. This is a Daniel Jones game. Like, Saquon back. 
maybe he gets the the one and a half. I don't I don't know if I feel great about it. Do we like I mean, Daniel Jones to throw a pick today? The numbers say no. The numbers say they want to run the ball a lot. Yeah. Against a defense that has can can give it up, but I I don't know. Like do you start Daniel Jones if you're if you're in like I mean he's probably on the bench in almost every single one QB league. He's probably in the waiver wire in a lot of one QB leagues, honestly, after last week. But hey, Justin Herbert's on by. Maybe Deshaun Watson's on by. Maybe you need it. I'd rather play Love or something like that. But uh, A Chan, people are hitting him up. Mostert is lower than A Chan, but yet Mostert's touchdown odds were, were negative and, and A Chan's were not. So I think there's some juice in the A Chan touchdown department. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's look at the receptions. They're waiting on Dolphins, it looks like. Um, I don't know what they're waiting for here, but Wandale, the man, four and a half. I think he's going to be the leading target guy for the rest of the season. Darren Waller, non-existent, but there was some squeaky wheel situation there this week, so I'm kind of open to it. But, again, I don't love betting on the Giants. I I don't want to see it until we see something. I know. Yeah, that's how Um, I feel about it. None of these lines are really – Super sexy. I think this is the running game that you're looking for from the Dolphins as they can control this game. Um, Wandell, three and a half. I mean, yeah, do you take like Waddle, 61 and a half? Doesn't even feel safe to me on that. I don't love anything in this game. No. I I like the touchdowns. I think this is a touchdown game for me. Uh, I kind of like the HN 50 and a half feels pretty low, but it's minus 135. So I'm not sure I'm in love with it. But, Mm -hmm. um, but uh, this this game's gonna be Dolphins I mean, I think, from the yeah. start, and uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm I want to see Saquon Barkley back in this offense and see if they can get some life. Uh, but we did have a question earlier in the show from Aiden. Thoughts on a Rich over two thirteen? We'll get there in a second. But this one was weird, Jesse. It flipped earlier in the week. It was Colts minus one. Not sure what happened here to make it flip to the Titans, but it did. Um, and it's in Indy. It's it, it's weird. It's it's a Derrick Henry game. It, it probably feels pretty good. Like if you wanted to take, what's like one of those you know other popular bets? Derrick Henry minus one sixty. You put it with another guy that's gonna you know a lock to score. Tap the Monty uh, Henry. Yeah, Monty Henry stack. That'd probably get you close to a plus one hundred. Yeah, that that one feels pretty good to me. Uh, otherwise, Anthony Richardson scored a rushing touchdown in all three games that he's played in. You probably have to like that one. But is JT playing? Like what's going on with the Colts? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's the maybe that's the situation here. Maybe there's some sort of uh, Vegas insider knowledge they have where JT is not playing. Not playing. I, yeah, but I don't think that moved the script three points here. I don't know. That's interesting. They're not even on the list. Yeah, yeah. They don't have any JT props in here, but they got the Ma- Moss already in there at plus one twenty. You figure if JT's in there, it's probably even yeah. money. Yeah. Um, but again, it's uh, Titans. It's running backs. It's stay away. So this one's going to be, I think this is going to be, and this is another A-Rich show. You know I mean? The guy's point per drop back is first in the league, you know, just keep him upright. I do want to just put a little bit of uh, positivity towards DeAndre Hopkins. I think Hopkins played last weekend and, and I know he kind of had the ankle thing week two, I believe, but he was able to play through it the last couple of weeks and, and he's not really on their injury report this week. It looks like he's practicing in full and healthy. This Colts secondary, it's one you want to take advantage of. So if there's going to be anything that works in the passing game, it's going to be D-Hop. Maybe he he pops off for a game or something like that. But otherwise, Aiden says, thoughts on A-Rich over 213? Are you buying? What's this one going to come down to? That's that's the question. Are I like good? Hopkins. I mean, Hopkins has a good history against Indy, too. So I think I like the Hopkins call. And Well, he's... We, we can't really get any data on week two because he got injured in that one. But he hit it against Jayville. And last weekend, man, 11 to 25. Like, if, if he completes one more pass, he's freaking there. So I, I think there's there's some merit to this. And we, we, we love the Titans' defense for fantasy because the, we know that you can't run on them. So, like, Richardson's different. He's going to get his points. But uh, the Titans – They've allowed 1,064 passing yards in four games. So that's minimum 250 per game. 
it, it's a good matchup here, and they also allow. Um, yeah. You like gotta like the Michael Pittman this week. Yeah, for sure. it's a Pittman game here, um, so I, I'm interested in the two thirteen eight, and I think it's a it's, that, that's a good sneaky call there. What's the Josh Downs touchdown at? Because I think Josh Downs could definitely. There's a defense to like slip Josh Downs in there for one. I think this is a plus three eighty. An interesting little. You know, I think oh. between him and Pittman, I think you know. Is that a double tap? I think that's got double tap potential because I mean, if right. that bounce hits it, it's huge. If Pittman hits it, you get, you know, a little. It's something. two point five x if if Pittman hits, but otherwise, if Downs hits, it's nearly five x. So that one's kind of fun. Uh, but otherwise, Richardson, Tannehill, we're not betting on Tannehill props like at all. Um, there's probably going to be interceptions in this game. They got a rich at one. They don't have Tannehill throwing one, which I'm whatever on. Let's look at these rushing numbers. What is Anthony Richardson at? 44 and a half. I think that's too low. Yeah, that seems low. I think that's too low. Um, he's been 56, 40, 35 in one quarter play yeah. against Houston. Um, I, I like the Richardson numbers in this one. Henry at 77.5. What? He needs 18 carries to do that? He's, yeah, that's probably he's probably getting that. Uh, let's look at the receptions real quick. They're saying over on Chig, two and a half. They're saying over on D-Hop. So, I, again, I, I I just want to think this. Hopkins, I, I'm curious what his price is in, in DraftKings. You know, he might be a sneaky a backdoor for Anthony Richardson lineup, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry, they have him hit pretty much hard here. And they got Pittman at five and a half. They got Downs under three and a half. Anything stick out to you here? Yeah, I mean, three and a half is probably, you know, him and Pierce, it's like one of those guys is probably getting three, the other one's probably getting two. So I think those are probably pretty good numbers. Pittman, five and a half. Maybe he gets maybe this is a game he gets six or seven. I don't hate that line. Yeah. Um it's a little bit of chig juice, a little bit of chig going on here. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, no Trey well, Burks, right? No Burks. Uh I, and I was kind of because I didn't see his name down here, but uh Kyle Phillips is making his debut, his season debut this weekend. So I'm not sure if he gets working as the third guy, but something to monitor. Um, Chico Conco, people are taking his over on his yards as well. D-Hop is too low, man. I think think this – we might see a a nice vintage D-Hop in this game. Uh, There's your downs at 35-and-a-half. Pittman, people are taking the over 60. So, like, I think we got this game pegged pretty well. I mean, it's it's Henry, it's D-Hop. Maybe some chig plays, and then it's all Anthony Richardson, Pittman, and honestly, we know the Titans' run defense is legit. Like we don't want to, you don't even want to start Zach Moss if, if Jonathan right. Taylor's out, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Moss is a, a flex at best this week, and if JT plays, I don't know how you play either one of them comfortably. You know, you hope for a touchdown at that point. If you're only... I'm just, I'm nervous about all the Jonathan Taylor questions I'm going to get tomorrow if they say he's active because like yeah, what does active even mean you know these days so yeah. it's tough but I, this game dude entire AFC South two and two one of these teams is going to be leading the AFC South after this week um, it's going to be fun it's got potential for fun yeah <sighs> Bengals <laughs> at the Cardinals righty. is it happening is it happening is it happening it's minus one ten. It's not even plus odds. He hasn't scored, and it's minus odds. I don't. I don't love the mixing, like from like a fantasy perspective. But it's a game where he's going to be. Like, I would assume that this game stays on track for the Bengals. It's not going to be like they're you know they're down twenty to three like they were last weekend. So I think there's some room for Joe Mixon minus one twenty five. There's definitely room for James Conner. Like I, I kind of like all three of the top guys here. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins, don't know if he's going to play. Does Marquise Brown score? Anything interesting? Like besides Chase and Mixon, like what else is there here? I mean, Marquise has actually been very good um, and startable most weeks. Yeah. Michael Wilson came on strong last week. Uh, it seems like Dobbs is getting more comfortable yeah. every week. I mean, played San Francisco very well. So I think this is a game where you – Arizona's like, all right, hey, look, we took San Francisco – to the end let's see you know this is bangles is a you know a bleeding bangle let's see if we can sneak a win out at home um and i think james connor's probably gonna get featured a lot here jamar change he's got 41 targets he's got no touchdowns it's at minus odds you know i, I would like to see plus 100 on that but yeah you take what you can get 
Where is it? Where's I was looking for the two TDs because I think when it rains, it's going to pour. Oh, you got to click two TD scores up at the top. Ah, yeah. I I think uh... I I just I'm just curious because like I just think that like when it rains, it it could pour. And if no T Higgins, man, like how many if no T Higgins, how many targets for Jamar Chase in this one? So 13. 12 to 13. <laughs> 13, maybe upwards of 15. He already had a 15-target yeah. game this yeah. season. So it, it's there. Uh, say it with me. Get to know the name. Amari Di Mercado. We're going to talk about him at some point this year on the waiver wire, true or false. Yeah, that's going to happen probably. I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. If Connor goes down, he's, he's well, the guy they probably th- like. The thing that I'm interested in right now is even if Connor stays healthy, like last weekend, he put up 5.6 fantasy points. He was the passing down back. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's growth there in his role over the last few games. So just keep an eye on that guy for, for also too. If Arizona's, I mean, they're, they're in games, but they're not winning. If you know, if they're going to losing streak, eventually you're going to want to see what they got, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so something going to be a play. I'm not, Mercado is going to have a 20 point week, 15 playoff game. He's going <laughs> to, it's going to be disgusting, and people are going to uh, people going to regret the day they did not pick him up. Um, Joe Burrow, it's fine. They have three touchdowns on the year, man. Like the, crazy, three dude. touchdowns on the year. Um, Josh Dobbs getting hit heavy under. Nothing really. I don't really want to mess with this shit. Um, What's Burrow's interception in that? Uh, Under heavy under. Wow. I I think it, I'd slap a Josh Dobbs interception. Wow! 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 wow. Plus one hundred uh, for a Dobbs. I'm intrigued by these. I mean, Arizona against the running back is pretty bad, so I think that's you know where people are thinking this is just going to be a mixing game. They're finally going to dial back Burrow's passing. Dude, they I don't know how they allowed four receiving touchdowns, but they have. There's been a few teams to allow that and. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Broncos did, what, four and one game, so. Well, maybe we should be looking at the mix and receiving stuff. Yeah. Um, And then I just want to look real quick at the QB points. Cardinals have allowed five passing touchdowns. They have three interceptions on the year. And then the Bengals, a little bit stingier. They have four picks on the year. I I think Josh Dobbs is throwing a pick tomorrow. I can see it. Plus 100. I think that one's kind of fun. Um, the rushing numbers, um, they got Mixon pretty high, 67 and a half. Um, I don't know how many carries he's going to need to get that. Probably 16, 17, something like that. Um, any interest in the rushing numbers here? Or should we look at the receptions? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this is Mixon's uh, <clears throat> yearly vintage. One game. of the best games of the year for Mixon, yeah. Yeah. Let's see what these receptions are at. I mean, I think uh, they were, they're waiting not a for lot. T. Higgins. They're waiting yeah. for T. Higgins, but... It's happening, dude. It's happening. It is. Wow, minus one destroyed. Like, He's getting seven catches. They're saying they've only got Brown, Wilson, and Ertz in here. Like, where? Oh, I wanted to see that Connor line. I want to, see, you know. Yeah, I don't know why they don't have all the Cardinals stuff in here because, like, they're they're pretty clear, like what's mm-hmm. going on with them. But I guess T. Higgins is the one everybody needs to wait on. Yep. Marquise Brown's been playing pretty good, so. Yeah. That's, that's the line I'll take. 80, March Chase, yeah. Why not? All right, we're into the late games now. Eagles, Rams. We're going on about 43 minutes, and so we're doing okay on time. We still have another uh, little bit this of – I think good. we got this four games good. left. But I, this game is one of my favorite games. I think this game could be uh, – are you taking the over on 50 and a half in this one? It's, it's for sure got potential. I mean, you got only Jalen Hurts and Kieran Williams at – Minus odds here, but I don't know. Like the AJ Brown Devonta double tap, it's gonna win. Good chance that both of them hit. I think um, DeAndre Swift's been balling out. Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup's playing. Who scores in this game? I think there's gonna be like probably six touchdowns in this game. Yeah, there's gonna be. I mean, this is gonna be. I think your your classic Eagles. Like, I mean, in LA and the Dome, Jalen Hurts. He's going to come and party. You know, I think he scores. He probably gets in, obviously, minus 140. It's kind of a big number. Um, but A.J. Brown, Devonta, yeah. I mean, Devonta's due for a, a big game. This is a good spot for him against a pretty bad Rams secondary. You know, the, I, I guess the real question here for me to you is, 
Dallas Goddard. What's he looking like this week? So, like, something's coming soon. Like, it's been four games. That there's been a squeaky wheel narrative this week with the head coach. Um, he's had two okay fantasy games and two, like, not so great ones. In terms of fantasy points here, we did just see the, um, the Colts just – scored two tight end touchdowns against the Rams last weekend. So that's what's boosting them up here. But if you take those mm-hmm. touchdowns away, the Rams have been kind of good against tight end, even though they really haven't played anybody. I think they played Kittle uh, and Kittle they just didn't have a good game in that one. So I'm not sure if this is a true like number for the Rams. Like, do they allow actually 12.48 points per game to the tight end? I don't know, but Hey, you know, things seem to happen in, you know, bunches here. So maybe there's a Dallas Goddard sighting here. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe you do the, the, the rare triple tap dude. And you get uh-huh. like, just curious, uh, odds of two of these guys scoring tomorrow. I'd feel are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel probably pretty good about it, especially because I think on the Rams side, you know, I think the Eagles are, the Eagles defense is actually quite the pass funnel this year. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's here to stick around. I mean, their front seven yeah. is, it's a, it's scary. Matt Stafford knows that he's going to have to get the ball out quick. And uh, I think we're going to see this could be an air it out game here. And we could... So no team has allowed, I guess, Eagles have the most wide receiver targets against them at 108. They've allowed 66 catches, almost 750 yards and six touchdowns. Like this is a really good matchup for the Rams to throw the ball, which could make the Eagles have to throw the ball too. So Who's, I mean, who's scoring for the Rams? Uh, Kieran Williams at this point just seems like his name is Todd Gurley. So that's minus 115. I think you probably have to take that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, Cup, Nakua, 2 2 on a deep ball. Yeah, I mean, 2 2 looks nice at 235. Uh, Cup returns. He apparently is good to go. I mean, yeah. 100% ready to rock. Nakua's been the guy. I and mean, this is like, this could be freaky. It's weird. Let's take a the Rams. At, um, I want to look at the, res- the the passing numbers here because I think both quarterbacks are probably throwing two. Um, they got Stafford throwing two, but he's only thrown three touchdowns on the year, which is just. I mean, yard- what, is, like, what is he in yards? Is he like he's top three in yards this year? I think Something he's like second. That. I'm pretty sure he's second. So, like, yeah, like you said, it's the regression. Like this week five, this is regression. Like we have the data. We know who should be playing well. Uh, well, Howell's number one now, but it yeah. was Stafford number two. Yeah. So, and yeah, I mean, look what's like, what number sticks out here? Yeah. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Only three touchdowns and he's second in yards. Big days are coming for Stafford, but people are kind of on it. So not in love with it. I do like the yards though for Stafford. I think, I think he's going to have to throw the ball. So right. yep. Stafford interception, people are, are probably... <laughs> Pretty aware that he does throw interceptions, but it's, maybe Hurts throws a pick this week. If he's throwing the ball a little more. Yeah, I can totally see it. Uh, the rushing numbers here—they're not saying Kieran's going to run the ball for much. They are hammering his under. That, yeah, and I think they're just seeing the the run funnel here, the pass funnel defense. Um, yeah, Hurts interesting. Maybe he has a little bit of a a day. All right, so the receptions are telling us Devonte game. I mean, A.J. Brown, you can never count out to have yeah. a, a big game. People are even on Goddard getting three and a half. Cooper Cup, taking the under on Cooper Cup, five. Taking the under on Puka, taking the under on Cooper. Heavy mm-hmm. under on Puka. There's no Tutu or Van Jefferson in here yet either. Yeah, um, we're missing. I wonder if we just won't, maybe we just won't get them. I'm taking the over on Puka. There's going to yeah. be so much attention on Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's going to be – I don't know what the Eagles are going to do, but I, all of a sudden the Rams are a scary passing offense to play against, and this is where the Eagles are weak. So This is, I, the, this is a dream matchup right now. Um, yeah, yeah. And in terms of yards, we, we love the, the Devonta Smith over, so I think you probably have to lean into the 62-and-a-half. Devonta Smith is scoring a touchdown this weekend, I think, um, just with all the attention to A.J. Brown the last couple games. Uh, but either way, Cooper Cup, people are taking his over on his yards, but the under on his receptions. Puka is about even on his numbers. He's actually the highest Rams receiver in yards. Uh, Dallas Goddard, people are taking the over on Goddard. They liked his 
he was at basically at three and a half and at 33.5 yards here. What sticks out to you? Yeah, everything that sticks out to me is just like the the evenness in terms of Puka Nakua versus Cooper Cup. And it's like going to be an interesting dichotomy to see like, do they finish like similar? Does yeah. Cooper come in and, you know, does he earn back his like hammer roll? Does, does Puka kind of earn enough to get there? It's fun. It's going to be fun to watch. And I think it's like one of those games where everyone can thrive. I think this is an environment that could be really fun for, for DFS and fantasy yeah. this week. So it's probably a Tyler Higby two touchdown game. <laughs> like that's, that's probably where we're going. Um, Charlene with a big question here. Would you take the over in the 49ers Dallas game? 49ers averaging 30 points a game, Dallas averaging 30 points a game. And the over unders at 45. Just a quick thought on that, Jesse. Do you like the over in this one? 49ers Dallas. I mean, I know we've talked about Dak. You know, we're talking about that regression, positive regression. Dak is due for some, you know, some good games. Um, this is Sunday night football. This is in the lights in Dallas. 49ers are playing good ball. Um, I think it's going to be a treat. I think it's going to be like, hey, like this is a good game. Like we've been served so many shitty games this year. This one might be actually like a playoff vibe to it. So I, I, I probably tap the over. I, um, I'm not quite sure. They got 49ers at 24.25 points. They have Dallas at – where's Dallas? Am I stupid? All right, at the top, 20.75. Oh, my bad. You're right next to them, yeah. So um, they're saying three scores for Dallas. Three and a field goal. 27-24 would hit it, I believe. So I kind of like it. I like it, Charlene. Uh, but let's get into um, – Eagles-Rams is going to be a fun game, guys. Make sure you guys get some bets in that game. Um, did I go too far? Um, Jets Broncos or we're, we're going to do the Chiefs Vikings. This this is um this is probably the best. I mean these three twenty five these three clock games this week are are fun football. I mean um this one's got fifty three total implied points in it. The line has tightened. It was five and a half for the Chiefs. Now it's three and a half for the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey didn't score last week. He's scoring this weekend. I think it's a Kelsey bonanza. Like it's it's probably the Kelsey 25-point game this weekend. Pacheco, JJ, take them all. <laughs> Who scores yeah. in this one? Yeah, I mean, against the Vikings defense, that's, uh, you know, not been very good, right? So they, it, it's just a perfect scenario because, you know, Kirk is leading the league and basically he's in QB scoring right now against a team that after last week is probably hungry. They're probably hungry. And I think this is a Chiefs team that doesn't like they don't shy away when things go wrong. They like Patrick yep. Mahomes, he steps up and I think this is gonna be a fun in the dome, US Bank in the background. We're gonna have some fun. I think I like the over, you know, from a from the Viking side of the ball. I think they're gonna have to throw a lot. I think Jordan Addison's an interesting play this week. Yeah. Uh, I think TJ Hawkinson could have a good game as well. Um there's not much I don't like in this game. What was well besides Chiefs wide receivers? Um, what was <laughs> what was the Jordan Addison stat that we looked at? Like when they're trailing, yeah, like his his usage it's, goes way up. Yeah, his routes run. Uh, when he when they're leading the game, it's in the fifty percent range. When they're lo- when they're trailing, it's in the eighties. So. Okay, so we expect Addison to be on the field a good amount, and I don't know what kind of a ball Kirk Cousins threw to him last weekend, but that was one of his worst passes probably of the year. He had Addison wide open for a touchdown. He beat two defenders. Uh, it's there for Addison, I think, this weekend. Um, Pacheco looks really good. He looks really good. Um, oh Cam Akers. Like the K. Yeah. Just, just, I just want to say just I, I'm ready to watch him because yeah. we, we can see he looks good last weekend on limited touches. I think it's a matter of time uh, before he takes off. Uh, any thoughts on a Patrick Mahomes rushing touchdown this one? He had one last week. Obviously, he slid to end the game. Uh, I mean, he looks good. He's moving around back there. He's, yeah. he's rushing. His rushing yards look good. Um, yeah, I'm not against it. I also like uh, the Jarek McKinnon goal line usage. I think the yeah. Chiefs get to the goal line a few times, and they had that goal line package where Jarek, I don't know if it was Mahomes or Kelsey. Someone said, like, that guy just finds a way to score. Yeah. He just finds um, a way to score. The thing with the Mahomes rushing touchdown is I think he's like, because we were looking at red zone rushing attempts, and Mahomes was like towards the top in rushing attempts inside the 20, inside the 10. 
in a game like this where it's like, you know, the best players are making the best plays, I, I can see Mahomes scooting in. So that one's fun. Um, the passing numbers here, they're telling us Kirk Cousins is throwing two. So JJ, Justin Jefferson scoring tomorrow, guys, minus 120. Newsflash. Yep. Uh, but they, they always put Mahomes at two and a half, and it's it's always tough to click on it. Does he hit it though? If there's a week to click it, I feel like this yeah. is the this is the three touchdown Mahomes, you know, mm-hmm. one or two to Kelsey, you know, slip one to Jarek McKinnon on one of those like little shuffle passes, and then pick your receiver to score a touchdown. You know, it's, like, it's gonna be Justin Watson this week. Yeah. Um, right. Kirk, Kirk over the yards, probably, they probably have to just by design. Uh, there's going to be an interception in this game. They're saying Kirk's going to do it. Mahomes had two of the worst-looking throws I've seen Mahomes do last weekend, though. I, yeah, I, he really did, didn't he? Those were shocking throws. Um, I don't know. Do the Vikings have <laughs> Do they have success intercepting the ball? They have one pick on the year. So maybe not, but hey, regression. No, maybe. It's interesting. Uh, rushing, receiving, uh, rushing numbers we're probably not super interested in. Yeah, I mean, Pacheco um, is, you know, probably the one there. I mean, Mahomes at 24 and a half. What about Cam? He had seven carries last weekend in a game where they were winning. If he hits seven carries again, seven times four is 28. So that's yeah. interestingly low. They're basically only saying he's going to get five carries. So something to think about there. Uh, let's look at the receptions real quick. Um, Jordan Addison all, getting yeah. hit. He's getting hit. Yeah, Addison game. Four catches. MVS getting destroyed here at one and a half. Noah Gray, why? Okay, Rasheed Rice. We'll look at his numbers. I like Rasheed Rice. That. Also, Sky Moore, man, two and a half. They're taking every one. <laughs> Except for Kelsey, they're taking the under. But seven and a half, that's the biggest That's the biggest reception total I've seen. Uh, Hawkinson's getting lit up here at five and a half. So there's some there's some juice, I think, in these receiving yards. Uh, I don't know where JJ's number went. It's um, infinity. But well, Addison, if he gets four, he's going to bust a big play. Um, so I'm, I'm interested there. If Sky Moore catches three passes, I don't know if I can click that. I people are liking the Rasheed Rice though. I think I think Rice is their best receiver. Um, I think so. And we're going to see him continue to grow. Uh, Kelsey Hawkinson. If Kelsey gets eight catches, man, it, it's this is Kelsey's game. Yeah, I think this is the Kelsey hundred yard burger. Um, I feel pretty good about that. Uh, do you like anything else here on this list? Yeah, man. Addison is. We like the Addison this week. We obviously like JJ numbers. Yeah. Rashi's going to continue to grow. I don't know if he's ever going to, you know, truly be a wide receiver, you know, a one, you know, in the sense of a team's wide receiver sure. one just because Mahomes, but this is a game where I think you could capitalize on it. Okay. But yeah, this one, dude, the afternoon slate is so good. So uh, yeah. get some bets in KC, Minnesota. Get your bets in Philly, the Rams. Jeff Broncos. Could it be fun? We'll 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 find something fun. Um this game, Broncos picked a win by two and a half here at home. Garrett Wilson continues to play really well despite Zach Wilson. Uh Brees Hall, does he get his first touchdown of the season? There's no more limitations with Brees Hall and the Broncos. We've seen the Broncos defense get lit up. Um, that's a really high number. I mean, I I, I yeah, I think Brees scores. Brees one forty. I think. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, Delvin Cook is getting goal line usage. So, but but we've seen we've seen long touchdowns scored on this Broncos defense, and Brees probably just needs to hit one from you know fifteen to twenty yards out to make it. But uh, who knows? He can even catch one too. If, if there's no limitations, maybe he's used more as a receiver this week as well. So something kind of fun there. Otherwise, who scores for the Broncos? Hmm, that is a great Ugh. question. I don't Marvin, know. Marvin Mims. Um, okay. Because, I mean, obviously, I don't think you're taking Jerry Judy against the South, right? Sutton's been hot. Jerry Judy has not. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, they probably don't even, honestly, they probably don't even island Judy. They probably just keep sauce on one side. I don't think and, Judy's that good, man. Yeah. 
Maybe he gets traded to the Panthers. This might not be the game to pick touchdown props in. Um, if you're looking Honestly, for, it's on the ground, really. Yeah. Both quarterbacks are under one and a half passing touchdowns. Um, Zach Wilson interception. Are we interested? Of course we are. Russell Wilson interception, okay. though. I, like, I like that Russell one. Plus 120. I think that uh, is, is interesting to me. Uh, they got Brees Hall at 60 and a half as the leader. They don't have any Broncos players in here yet because we're waiting for Javante Williams. So that's have five um, picks on the year. So yeah, um, let's look at the receptions real quick. Yeah. I mean, after all these bangers of the three o'clock games, you come to this and you're just like, you're not impressed. I mean, Brees Hall over one and a half. I don't want to look at this game anymore. <laughs> like Garrett Wilson, four and a half. Sure. What's his numbers? Eh. I just yeah, I don't I don't want to click on anything in this game, man. I think it's going to be Marvin Mims twenty three and a half receiving yards. That's, that's one it. catch. That's it. So we we like Mims. <laughs> end of game. Uh, Charlene with a big question here: Would you take any bets on Jamison Williams? Will be playing a ton. Um, will he? I don't think he will. Um, is he is he ready? to come back is he in football shape is he a guy that you trust to be in football shape um he's had a lot of issues they have a lot plus of 210 to score which is kind of high i mean if there's an organization you know you want to believe like dan campbell's a guy that can get these guys right but sometimes yeah. it's, just, it's just written it's written before you get a chance to to change the storyline jameson williams is a guy that's had recurring issues you know, I mean, he's a home, he's a home run threat. I'll say that much. They don't have any props in on him yet because they're waiting for the official Amon Ross St. Brown news. Personally, what what stuck out to me last year is he ran, I think it was seventy eight routes, and he caught one pass. Like, and the Panthers are pretty good against the receiver. So I, I yeah. think it's going to be I, you're maybe getting like three or four targets to Jamison Williams this week. I just. I don't like – it feels like you're betting blindly. Like, yeah. we need to see some data before we trust him. I wouldn't trust him in my fantasy lineups yet. Even though Amon Ross St. Brown is out, I get it. But we, we need to – we need some data points on Jamison Williams. So I'm going to pump the brakes on J-Mo. Um, we're at the hour for the show here. Uh, we did say we kind of liked the, the Dallas Cowboys 49ers game. So if you guys need something, you want your freebie of the week, just take your Christian McCaffrey and get out of here. Um, but Jesse, any final thoughts on the week five slate today? Yeah, I think we're in, in, in line for maybe our best week of the year. Um, at least, you know, up to this point for sure. I think there's gonna be some really fun games. You know, we got a couple teams on by, but they really kind of tapped those three twenty fives for us. So I'm excited about that. I think the London game is going to kick us off. You know, we're getting that eight 30 AM, get your coffee, get your bacon, get your eggs, watch the Jags upset the bills. And then that kind of sets the mood for the day. You're at U.S. Bank Stadium back there. Is it? Uh, is is Taylor Swift in attendance? It's my America's Game of the Week, and I'm uh, I got the binoculars. I'm up on the roof. I'm looking for. Her. I'm scouting her out. How those eyeballs doing? They're doing okay. I still need to keep them on for a little bit, but um, but yeah, man. I just I'm so glad I don't have a lot of noon guys going tomorrow. I think the noon games are. That's where you take your take your nap early in the day. And wake up for the three o'clock games. Don't. I, wish I, I want to watch the, the Anthony Richardson game. That's the game yeah. that interests me. And is Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow's at noon. Joe Burrow's at noon. I'm gonna go to church. Is Joe Burrow at noon? I'm gonna what? I are we sure? I, I think Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, they're they're the nooners. No wait, are they? I think Joe Burrow's three twenty-five as well. Yeah, Joe Burrow's three twenty-five yeah. as well. Oh wow, what a slate! So we have Bengals, Cardinals, Chiefs, Vikings. Freaking Eagles Rams all at three o'clock. Like it's gonna yeah, be good man. afternoon. And then I we finally get served the, uh, a quality Sunday night opponent. I'm hoping uh, Dallas just can't can't like they they can't not show up. Like I I don't want to see a route. I don't want to see a 49ers 35 to 10 game. You know, like we need we need we deserve a good football game between two of the what we believe is like two of the top three teams in the NFC right now. So hopefully that game lives up to the hype. Um, I've got your, um, I've got your Sunday night football touchdown, but 
His Jake Ferguson. Is Jake Ferguson. It's Jake. Well, what is it plus two hundred something? It's plus three ten. Ooh, and so the issue for me is like they use so many tight ends, but they've already ruled out Hendershot. So that it's Shoemaker and it's Hender. It's Ferguson now. Shoemaker, obviously the rookie. I think Sunday Night Football. You know, I think you get your. You know, you want to put your best players out there. And it's going to be CD Lamb. It's going to be struggle targets. You know? It's going to be. Yeah, it's gonna be Ferguson. It's gonna be Ayuk. It's gonna be, you know, CMC, and it's gonna be. I think Kittle might finally, you know, have himself a fun little Sunday night football game. What was the? I don't know if you still have it up, but the Dak one and a half passing. Is he at one and a half passing touchdowns? He is one and a half plus one fourteen. Let's tap that. He's due. He's due. He's, He's due. only got, I think, the three passing touchdowns on the season. So we're gonna have fun with that, but. I don't know, guys. This was fun. We're going to get out of here. We have to, uh, we're going to upload the bets that we like. I think, are we going to do five? Are we going to do, we did seven last weekend. We'll figure it out, but we're going to get the list of bets that we like on the website. And then we're going to do a huge list of bets to consider. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Enjoy. Have a good, go get some, uh, go get some sun today. It's, it's, it's looking pretty nice out. Enjoy the fall weather. Uh, Jesse, man. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. See you guys later. Next time.